We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today to Off the Bench. You have found me at my little traveling corner of the internet. I'm coming to you today from Kansas City, Missouri. And I'm really excited because my friend and uh, longtime assistant, Melissa Crabtree, is on the show with me today. She just had a major victory in Eden, Oklahoma. You guys are going to be so encouraged. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. I want to just jump right in today because uh, you guys know that I'm traveling. We just finished speaking just south of Chicago for the ICHE convention. And those of you who missed it and you want to come out, I'm telling you what, they're going to be there again next year. Fantastic event. They did not do the mask enforcement. So I was very, very happy about that. It was so great to see people's faces and just all of the encouragement that was there. Uh, I'm going to be heading next to uh, Iowa, to Des Moines, and I'm really excited about that. If you guys want to find out when I'm going to be there. You can go to my uh, event page, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. All right. Without further ado, I want to welcome my friend, Melissa Crabtree, back to the show. Melissa has been dipping her feet into the political arena in Enid, Oklahoma, and she is experiencing just a ton of really amazing things, some really wonderful victories, really going to change the face of how politics is done and a voice for conservatism and really just common sense for the citizens there. And I'm so excited. She had a wonderful victory the other day and she called me and I said, man, you got to come on the show and talk about that. So Melissa, my friend, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So you are, uh, you are the founder of the Enid Freedom Fighters. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of funny. I mean, I think, what did you say to me when you sent me a picture a couple of weeks ago? You said, look, you have a political baby or something like right, that. Right, right. Exactly. Your little <laughs> political babies making, making waves. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool. So, to, um, so for people who who aren't familiar, let's give a little bit of background because you've you've been doing some kind of amazing things there, but you didn't start out that way. So let's go back a little bit about how Enid Freedom Fighters got founded in the first place and kind of what happened this last week. Okay, so the quick version is last year, July twelfth, I saw a notice that there was going to be a mask mandate meeting. Uh, so a meeting to vote on whether or not they were going to institute a mass mandate in my town. And I had only lived here for a year. And um, so I thought, okay, first of all, I thought, heck no. And second of <laughs> all, I thought, I'm, I started looking around on Facebook. I thought, okay, who's going to rally the troops? You know, surely somebody's going to do it. And I gave it about two hours and I thought, okay, I'm doing it. So I, <laughs> I made an image and I put it on Facebook and I said, you know, I, I didn't, uh, well, so yeah, I made an image. I put it on Facebook. I said, show up in a red shirt to oppose. And uh, so then over the course of the weekend, you know, I texted people for reminders. I learned how, I didn't even know anything about speaking at a meeting. And I thought, well, we can all learn together. I can go find answers and give them to people. So uh, that Tuesday, July 15th, uh, 275 people showed up at the city council meeting. And um, the short story is we did not, they did not vote for a mask mandate meeting. I mean, a mask mandate. And um, they were very impressed. It was just all of a sudden, everybody looked around and we thought, we're not alone. There are yeah. more people like us. 
And uh, so then where our name came from actually was that afternoon I had texted and said, see you soon, Freedom Fighters. So then we had the meeting. It was successful. And then that night I thought, okay, I can't actually keep texting 275 people. So (laughs) it's time to get them all in a Facebook group. And Enid Freedom Fighters was born. That is so awesome. And I think what you're, what you're doing is you're demonstrating that it really is regular people getting involved and saying, you know what, instead of just sitting here on the couch, you know, watching Netflix, I'm going to actually go down to the library board meeting. I'm going to actually go to the city council meeting. And it turns out that when you do that, uh, your voice can be heard and it can actually make a difference. Yeah, it definitely can make a difference. And I think too, what we've learned is that that you don't, you don't have to know it all before you start doing it. Just learn as you're doing it. And that, mm. you know, I mean, we've certainly all done that. It's a group of this us. This is the homeschool mom mantra. Yes, that is true. I just say, you have to know it five minutes before you teach your kids. That's right. <laughs> so that's how we've been doing it. Now there are about, I would say five of us that are in the most active leadership uh, that keep things moving. And I posted on Facebook, you know, I've had a really busy week helping um, just with campaign stuff and then with work and lots of life. And I was Several times lately, I've taken my computer to the city council meeting just to, I, so I can accomplish stuff while I'm sitting there in the meeting, you know, and get more done. And I told my husband, I said, I said, honey, I'm gonna leave my computer here. I need a break. And I thought, what kind of <laughs> life am I living now that I'm going to the city council meeting for a break? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kind of funny. Well, but it's, it's so encouraging. And the reason why I'm so excited to have you sharing your story here is because uh, what you're doing you know, is what we all should be doing. We should be acting like citizens. What you're doing is you're, you're being an involved citizen in your community. And we all know that politics is local and we need to start getting involved at the local level. Absolutely. And I, I think it's more important now than it's ever been. I mean, our country is really being attacked. We are being absolutely undermined from a radical leftist cultural Marxist agenda that is really bent on turning this country on its head and causing chaos and undermining the values that the nation was built on and that still the majority of the families in this nation uh, appreciate. And you're seeing that in your neck of the woods in Little Enid, Oklahoma, that uh, so much so that you decided to start listening to what was happening on the library boards there. And this was exciting to me because I've been sounding the alarm about our, our broken, messed up, backward libraries who are bringing, you know, drag queens into our libraries and they're putting books in our libraries that are really harmful for children and confusing. They don't tell parents what the books are about. So a child could pick up a book that looks really sweet and cute and cartoony and in the, you know, only to find out that this book is telling the child that they have, you know, that their gender is malleable, maybe they're in the wrong body. And, and it's very dangerous. And you decided to, um, to see what was going on in your, uh, in your town, and you discovered openings right on the library board. I did. And one of the things we've been doing with Enid Freedom Fighters since then, uh, since we got started, and really starting in December, was watching very closely for when we had new board seats come open. Um, So we've had seven of our Enid Freedom Fighter members that we have kind of rallied, you know, we're, we're, I I don't know that I'd quite say hand picking, but encouraging, we're getting a list of who wants to get involved. And then we're putting efforts forth to get them voted in, we're vetting them and then encouraging them to get on those boards. So we've gotten seven onto the boards. Well, the library is what came up this week. And, uh, and I have known that our life, I have been watching for Drag Queen Story Hour. That has not happened yet in Enid at my library. Now, I did hear that it happened last year during the Pride Parade. They did have a Drag Queen Story Hour, but it hasn't been happening regularly at the library. 
But we do have areas in the library, like right when you're checking your books out, they kind of like the candy aisle um, right there. They have a bunch of LGBTQ books, you know, right at the eye level for the small children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so one of the boards that had openings is the library board. And we had so we also know that what they do have is a um, I don't know if they call it a support group. That's basically what it is. It's a group for safe conversation for people who want to support those in the LGBTQIAP Good lifestyle. Grief. And last I checked, parents were not allowed at this meeting. And it's, of course, it's sponsored. They say it's teen-led, sponsored by the library. Um, they advertise for it. It has a closed Google Classroom for anyone who wants to participate in that. Um, so... What I noticed, well, so we had a closed, so wait a minute, a yes. closed Google classroom. Yes. What, for that group. What, is, what is that? Well, it's basically like a, uh, an available con it's kind of a private chat room for whoever, you know, and honestly, parents aren't allowed and it's, that's who, just terrible. It, it is. Yeah. It's, I mean, I haven't been in that specific classroom, so I'm, we, we, what we need to do actually is go join it as someone who's interested, but we just Mm -hmm. found that out the other night, actually during the city council meeting. So we know that we had two city, two spots available for people who live in the city. And then we had another spot available for the county. Now the county appointment is happening, um, I believe next week at that meeting. So we're working on that seat. But what was so exciting is we knew we actually had uh, five board seats that were voted on a couple others that aren't as uh, aren't don't tend to be moral issues they tend to be more business boards but we did get conservatives on those everybody we wanted got voted on so those were great and then we had our two library seats well so i called um we have the three the the three city council members that we got successfully elected in january actually february 6th or 7th uh, we, you know, we have a great relationship with them. They're Enid Freedom Fighters, you know, before they ran. So they're right on board with us. So we knew we would have their votes and f- for the two that we wanted. And, um, but we have a pastor who's actually my city councilman. And so I called him and I said, you know, there are a lot of issues. And I said, you and I might agree on how we spend the taxes in town. But I said, I know that we agree on things that are of eternal value. And I said, our library is sponsoring a support group for for minors. And it's a Mm -hmm. support group for LGBTQ IAP students, minors. And I said, the library has no place talking about sex with our children. That's right. It's not, that's not their role. Right. And you can't talk about any, you can't talk about sexual preferences without talking about sex. So why Mm -hmm. are we even having this conversation? And um, so I just told him, I said, I implore you to, you know, I, I said, I implore you to vote for the candidate who is going to keep the main thing, the main thing at the library, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is literacy. That's what a library is for. And, um, and I said, you know, this is a, to me, anything that we can do that is a generational impact. And of course, eternal impact so much more important. I mean, yes, how we spend our tax dollars is critical, but nothing compares to something with a generational or eternal impact. And, um, so he, I saw him that night at the meeting, I had left him a voicemail and he said, thank you so much for telling me. He said, I didn't even realize this was happening at the library. Mm. So I was thankful that I took the time to call because I thought, well, I don't know, you know, maybe if I ask him, he's going to vote against me on purpose or, you know, whatever, but I was so thankful. Um, and so was he, and he did vote. Uh, he did vote for the gal that we wanted. What was so exciting 
So there was a second seat available that we ended up with a tie for that person. So they're revisiting that next next meeting when our seventh councilman is will be there for the vote and then there won't be a tie. But there were um, there were two in incumbents, I guess you would call them, who are current library board members who had put their names in to serve another term. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was able to speak at the meeting and, um, I'll talk a little bit about why it made me nervous to speak at the meeting this time, but we took it all. We brought them to our land, an endless night, ember hot and icy cold, the rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Neither of them, of course, you know, they're on the current board, which means they have a part in the decisions that right now are driving the LGBTQIAP agenda at our library. Mm -hmm. And neither of them got any votes for their position. So that was Mm -hmm. tremendous. The gal that Mm -hmm. we wanted goes six for six. And that was fabulous. So, Mm. but in my speaking, you know, there's a lot that I've done. I haven't been, I I don't tend to be real nervous when I speak up at the city council meetings, but when the issue this time was the sexual agenda that Mm -hmm. obviously comes from the liberal side, I was more nervous this time. I thought there was a potential that I was going to be in the paper and there's just a, there's a different mm-hmm. spirit when the conversation mm-hmm. goes to the sexual agenda. And, right, right. um, and I thought, okay, I'm about to be, you know, officially on record speaking out against this. And I was nervous about this and it was mm-hmm. the, it was, um, it was just different. And I thought it was good for me to do it. I was thankful for it. And I, you know, spoke a, a, in support of literacy, which is what the library is for. And, um, you know, I said kind of the same thing I'd said to the pastor that we're talking about a generational and in- eternal impact and that our library is supposed to be about literacy, not a sexual agenda with our minors. And, um, but it was good. I survived and, uh, mm-hmm. nobody's come after me. And, um, well, and the truth of the so, matter is what the reason why you feel that way, I think this is so funny coming from the tolerant left, right? These are the people that, that, that preach tolerance, but they're literally holding an ideological gun to your head. If you don't, um, subscribe to their point of view, they're not interested in, um, compromise. They yeah. won't be satisfied until they have completely taken over True. the schools, the universities, the libraries. And if you don't do what they want, they're, they are, they're terrible. They're nasty and mean and hateful. And it's, and it is scary. And I think, you know, a lot of people that are, that are just, you know, they just don't want to fight. It's like, okay, fine, do your thing. Except for the thing is hurting our children. Exactly. And what I'm so thankful for, um, for you, particularly in this scenario is that you're, what you're really doing is standing in the gap for these kids. What mm-hmm. you're really doing is saying, no, library, this isn't actually your job. Your job, just like, you know, Kellogg's and Frosted Flakes, their job is not to promote a sexual ideology. It really was just to make cereal, <laughs> right? Right. Feed but us. Now right, right. And it's it's really sad. Like I saw that, you know, Uno, the, the card game that we've all played for years and years has a, you know, a, a card game out now for Pride Month. I uh, find it fascinating too, that we're talking about an agenda. God says one of the, one of the um, deadly sins is pride. And that a movement would right. name itself after something that God said would kill you in right. the end 
is very, very telling. And so, of course, you know, you come up against something like this and you're not speaking against people. You're speaking against an ideology and against um, a lifestyle. And you're just saying, listen, this is not the place of the library. And when you come up against it, you really are coming up against evil. It's pride, which is evil. Yeah. And we know that it's driven by the enemy. The enemy wants our children. And if they can get them when they're teenagers, yeah, you know. You have them oh, yeah. for, it's a or whole even lot better if they can get them when they're three years old, which is what they're going for now. Right, right. Yeah, it's amazing. So I'm I'm curious. So you 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 guys were able to um you got more seats down the library board. So really you've you've changed the makeup of that library board and you've changed the makeup of the city council. Yeah, we have. It's actually it's pretty fun to sit and 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 look at, you know, I'm working on a brag sheet kind of because I wanna even encourage our members and say, you guys, look what we have done in 11 months. So the, we got two, we got one person on the library board. We fully expect to get that second one voted on in two weeks. And we expect to have a good one on the council. I mean, on the, the, the county seat, uh, that would be next week. So that would be three conservative, but not even conservative, three believers on the library board. And what an opportunity that would be. Um, and then on our, this, the city council seats that we won, in of course, remember we started the recall with our city councilman, which we did not. He took that recall all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled against us, actually with false information in their mm-hmm. opinion. But mm-hmm. we were not going to spend any more money to fight it. He was within; it wouldn't have completed to actually boot him out before his time turned out anyway. But so we flipped a, a liberal seat, a Democrat seat, to a Republican seat. We flipped an independent to a Republican, and I will tell you, those were by over seventy percent. So those were very significant margins. And then we had one who was a Republican but voted for a mask mandate and did not seem to be very conservatively aligned. And then we beat him also. And uh, there were so anyway, there was very successful um, city council races. And then the other thing that we got to do, we held the incumbents in the school board seats. And that was in April. And this was really exciting because both of the liberals who were running for those seats, both had ties to the union. One was our union rep in the area. And then one I think was married to a rep or something. I don't remember exactly, but it was really great um, that we were able to keep those two conservative members on the school board also. Wow. And so really, I mean, I, I can only imagine that this is encouraging people in your area to say, Hey, look, we're, it's actually working working is working. Yes. We're doing something. Um, and I think that's really exciting. So if somebody's listening to this and this is kind of how I want to end this, cause I always like to give people, here's how you can do it. Yes. If, if I know, because I'm meeting them out here on the road and you've been with me, you're with me in, in, uh, in Orlando and you're meeting these, these men and women too. And they're coming up to us at the booth and out on the road, every city that I stop it. And they're saying, I'm getting off the bench, Heidi, I'm running for city council. I'm running for library board or school board or whatever. If there's, a, if there's parents listening to this right now, or not even parents, it's anybody, citizens listening to this, and they want to get involved, how do you recommend that? Where's the Where's the first place they look? Where should they start going to to kind of put their finger on the pulse of what's happening locally in their community? Honestly, I would start going to your city council meetings. Um, mm-hmm. your, the other two, I would say, would be school board uh, and, of course, your library board. But your city council is probably who is in charge of those. Now, not always your school board. You know, that's different in every single state. But your city council is probably in charge of all of the other boards. So I would go to the city council meeting, start taking notes and start asking questions. Uh, Find one that you align with the most closely 
even if not, but uh, that would be the best way to do it and just start learning. And I will tell you, your city council people um, probably have a lot of questions also. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And you're able to, then when you do that, you know, just go up and introduce yourself, you know, yes. that's what you did. And it is, it is scary when you first went, I remember you telling me going on a city council meeting, hi, I've never done this before. And it was kind of scary, but then when you got there, what did you find? Well, we found number one, there were a whole bunch of other people who had never did this before either, but we, mm-hmm. we were successful. The other thing is that the guys on the city council, they're just like us. You know, they're, they're no mm-hmm. different than we are. They're running businesses. They're, they wake up hungry in the morning and they're cranky when they're tired. You know, they're just like we are and um, they don't have all the answers. And what that mm-hmm. means is that they are also learning just like we are. They just happen to be on the board already. Um, and most of them are really happy to learn and help people learn. And they are encouraged by our involvement. Most of them really want people to be involved. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's encouraging. So you guys show up, start finding out who's on your city council. When do they meet and then start, you know, go up, introduce yourself and uh, you know what, we can do this thing. I'm actually really excited. Uh, you are helping me with my run for the U S house of representatives. And yeah. that's been an eye opening. Uh, that's been an eye opening adventure. What's, <laughs> what's, uh, what's, what's your biggest takeaway for the Heidi St. John for Congress campaign so far? Oh, let's see. I think it's a very, you know, we've spent all of these years in tight Christian circles in Christian Mm -hmm. ministry all the time. And, um, you know, Ben Shapiro says all the time, facts don't care about your feelings. And (laughs) I think that would might be the mantra of all the political conversations we're having, (laughs) you know, in, in Christian circles, we, we are constantly talking, you know, we're worried about not worried. We're focused. We spend energy on being winsome and being kind and gentle and people don't talk that way in political circles. And that doesn't mean we're changing. It just means we are, we are learning very quickly to have thicker skin. And, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I think more than anything, this is what you and I keep talking about. We are called to do what the Lord has told us to do. And we have to keep our eyes on the goal and keep our hands to the plow. Because if we start turning to the right or the left, then we get distracted. And I feel like it's almost like when you're swimming, um, you know, you're swimming in a swim meet race. If you start looking at your opponent, your form gets off. And then you mm-hmm. immediately lose, lose ground. And mm-hmm. um, so I think that is definitely the biggest takeaway is we have to do what we know the Lord has told us to do. And mm-hmm. he, you know, it's still an audience of one. It's just, mm-hmm. it just happens to be in a different arena. But, but the actual goal of glorifying the Lord is no different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's given us a, a great, um, a great thing, uh, stories to be able to tell our children about really getting out there and getting off the bench and onto the battlefield. And I'm just so, it's just, uh, it really is a joy to be working with you in this capacity. And we're going to be just, you know what, we're going to, we're going to continue doing it until the Lord says stop. And, uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what you're doing there in Enid, they're very lucky to have you there. And I also so blessed that you're helping me with my run for the U.S. House of Representatives. Well, my friend, thank you so much for coming on the show with me today. It's always fun. I mean, you and I talk pretty much on the phone every day, all day, but it's fun to have you. It's fun to have you on the show and just hear what you are doing there. And Enid, I know that what you're doing is going to encourage a whole bunch of other people. So I love you, my friend. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's always good to share. 
If you guys want more information about today's podcast, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. If you have a question that you would like us to have answered here, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. You can submit your questions there. Also, don't forget, I have a brand new podcast, America's Town Hall, and we are talking politics and how it's impacting the world around us. If you've got questions for that, you can go to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com and look at the bar at the top and you can submit a question and we'll answer it at that podcast. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.